You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily Ohio State Buckeyes podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in. Yeah. To the Locked On Buckeyes podcast, Matt Hayes, Brandon Beep. It is Monday, October 8th. Man. Eighth of October already. It's ridiculous. Look at the forecast. We got like three days of 80s left, so I know you're excited about that. Um, and then it looks like football this weather? weekend. The highs of like 58. Yeah, baby, that's what I'm talking about. Those are they, those days are on the horizon. Better days are on the horizon. Look, it could have been a better day for me if my Ravens didn't blow the game against the Cleveland Browns. So I am not in a good mood today. No, you're uh, um, you're a little peeved today. I walk yeah. in usually. Uh, Whichever person gets here first, waits on the other one to get here. Sure. Every morning, we'll give you a little inside to our office, whether Maddie walks in and I'm here or you're here and I walk in. Yep. Everybody, We walk around the corner and we give a little snap. Yep. That's how we signify each one is here. And I walked around the corner today. I gave you a little snap and I heard a little dead finger snap. Man. And I said, man, I am yeah. I am so sorry for you. It's one of those days yeah, because I, I care. I really care you're about care. my team. You're a care. Um, and when they don't perform well, it bothers me. And it was the double dagger being when you're talking about having to come into a workplace where I, you got to talk <laughs> about the Browns all day long. Course, so I can't, I can't get away from it. It is a big problem. Um, I will be fine tomorrow. I'm just really emotionally invested in my squads, man. And when they take L's, look, I, like I always tell you, I'd rather my team just get smacked in the mouth than I'm lose it over time in a game that doesn't even get to 25 points total for an over-under. So, no, that's where we're at. But enough of that. I'll get over it. I will be fine. Bears had a bye weekend, so I'm, I'm so, doing so you're okay. good. I'm you're doing you're right. fine. Um, but these Buckeyes, right? Look, they ended up winning well, again. Yeah, they 49 won. 49 to 26, yeah. but it was the annual yearly IU Ohio State <laughs> Hoosier scary game, right? Yeah. You get right. It's unbelievable. It's every year, man. I don't know how to put my finger on this, but it's every single year. It seems being. Indiana puts a scare into Ohio State. And again, you had that on Saturday night or Saturday afternoon in the shoe. You were there. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll get to what um, you saw here in a little bit. But, Beam, I think I have to address what we addressed to start the week last Monday. And that's the defensive side of the ball because it is a big, big issue now where you're talking about opposing quarterbacks, wide receivers being able to pretty much, I don't want to say do whatever they want, Beam. But when you talk about damn near, when you talk about what we've seen from Oregon State until now, I have no confidence in this team right now being able to win a national championship, and that's my expectation because of what I've seen defensively. When you can't stop Indiana, when you can't stop Oregon State, when you're giving up big plays to some of these schools that you shouldn't be giving up big plays to, Beam, it is a huge, huge issue for me moving forward. When you got a guy, you got two receivers from Indiana going for 100-plus yards in the air. 200 yards-plus yep. in the air from Harris and Westbrook. Beam, I, I can't continue to say I'm concerned because I think I'm beyond concerned now with this unit on the back end. 
Um, from what you saw being there live, what was your biggest takeaway on that side of the ball? Well, I'm with you that you can't – and listen, you go into every single season here in Columbus, Ohio, and you want to think that this is a team that can compete for a national championship. And on the offensive side of the ball, Maddie, they are. They're there. I agree. Uh, they're 100% there when it comes to the offense. You saw Dwayne get back to just doing absolutely crazy things. He was one – or excuse me, three yards off of breaking Arch Schleister's record uh, of, mo- of single passing yards in a game. Um, but yeah, I, I was there on Saturday. It was great. I usually, I try to go to one Ohio state game a year. Yep. Uh, it happened to be homecoming. I had a couple of buddies come down, uh, or come over from Indiana. They're, um, ex Hoosiers. So it was good to, good to see them and everything. But we walked into that building, you know, we get to see, um, got to see script Ohio and the band come out. It was fantastic. It was homecoming. It was hot day out there. The game gets started, and um, you know we talked about all last week coming off this big emotional win against Penn State. All right, this is kind of a you know maybe not the biggest trap game in the world since it's at home, uh, but you know that Indiana's going to try and punch you in the mouth when they come out. And listen, they they go right down the field, first possession, uh, they score no problem, and then you're like, all right, well you know they get a field goal on the board, okay, you know Indiana's offense is here, maybe Ohio State can tighten up on the defensive end of the ball. Yeah, I think really when you look at it and when you break this game down. The biggest thing that concerned me uh, against this team uh, was just, once again, you continued to get hit, maybe not with like the monster big play, but there were chunk yardages on like every single play for Indiana when Peyton Ramsey had time. And that was another thing that I was highly impressed with was that Indiana's offensive line giving Peyton Ramsey time. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is the first time that we've seen the Ohio State defensive line not not suffer in a game since Nick Bosa has been out, but they didn't dominate the line of scrimmage, and Indiana was able to get things done uh, on the ground and through the air. Uh, and Stevie Scott nine rushes for sixty-four yards, Manny. It's an average of seven yards a carry. You know, I mean, I mean, and what if they give it to him eighteen times? Exactly. Right? So who who knows what could happen there? But this continues to be a defense that you look at and you say, listen, if you are going to go to a college football playoff and you're going to play Alabama or you're going to play Georgia, yeah. Clemson, Notre Dame, whoever. This is going to be a defense that is going to need to really absolutely get after it. And it's just, it's the lack of that happening for so long. You're used to Ohio State out athleting people, saying, lining up one on one in the line of scrimmage and saying, listen, I'm better than you. I know it. I'm a jammy at the line of scrimmage. I'm going to be physical with you. Mm -hmm. And really, I'm just going to beat you all around the yard every single play. And that is not what's happening at all uh, with Ohio State. Linebackers are overflowing. They're underflowing to some plays. Uh, They're getting tricked up on the RPOs. Cornerbacks don't seem to be lockstep with everybody else. Uh, Safeties are taking bad angles. And it continues to be a question mark. And I think for the first couple of games, two, three games of the season, we saw it and we're like, all right, listen, you know, this is a team. They just need to gel. They're going to get together. But listen, you're 6-0, and all right? You got six games down. You got six games left to go. We're at the halfway mark of the college football season, and we're still talking about defensive woes. This isn't about when you're going to fix this. This is about if you're going to fix this yeah, this entire it, season. Exactly. That That is a great point that you bring up there, and you're looking at the schedule now. You've got Minnesota this week, noon game against a true freshman quarterback in Annexstead. Now, that shouldn't be a big deal. Yeah. The thing that I'm worried about is, is this October 20th game at Purdue. Sure. Because I, I think Rondell Moore, I don't think they've seen – an explosive playmaker like they're going to see from Rondell Moore. And yeah. it looks like Blau has, you know, kind of unlocked this Purdue offense. Sure. So that's the game. Not that I'm overlooking Minnesota at all. I just think it's going to be really tough. We kind of saw that with Rutgers and their true freshman quarterback earlier in the season. Yeah. That's tough sledding, especially talking about coming in to the shoot. But beam, it's just something that I don't know how you fix this because 
when guys have habits the way we've seen some of these safeties, some of these linebackers, you can tell they're relying on their bad habits, not what they're being taught. So when they get out there and the bullets are flying, it seems to me at least that they're forgetting what they're being taught and they're just going with natural instinct instead of really thinking about, hey, this is where I need to be. This is the angle I need to take. It just doesn't seem like their bodies and their minds are on the same page of what they need to do. It seems like right. they're just a step behind with everything. And, it, and when you yeah. play a guy like Rondell Moore in two weeks – if you're half a step slow, it's a house call. Sure. And that's what I'm saying. You can't have national championship aspirations and really think you're going to be on the same level of, of these other schools and and play a Big 12 type style of game. You cannot be a shootout type of team. In my mind, I don't believe in win national championships. I don't we either. saw it with yeah. Oklahoma last year when they ran into Georgia. Georgia had stops, right? They Your guy, Roquan Smith, mm-hmm. was the difference in that game to me. Sure. I, really, I really thought you have to have defensive playmakers. Now, look. If Nick Bosa is out there, are we having these same conversations? I don't know. Who knows? But we know. can't think about that because he's not there. He's gone, yeah. And you talk about a guy like Chase Young. There's a lot on his shoulders. There's a lot on Draymond Jones. Those guys up front not getting home in that game, to me, is going to be something I monitor in the Minnesota game because you're right. The pass rush wasn't at a level to where you feel really good about it. But they are not my main issue. It's the same thing that we've seen since week one. The it's the seven. guys on the back end yeah. that are not getting better week to week that's my that's another big thing yeah. right like if we saw maybe one or two plays this week that were big time I mean we saw more than a handful of course we did in this game and it's just not good now give credit to Indiana they did make some plays those wide receivers had to catch the ball had to bring some of those tough catches down but being you just look at the total tackles for this game Malik Harrison with a total of five and then the next two guys are your two safeties. Yeah, That's never a good thing. When no. your safeties are down in the box making a ton of plays, you're talking about Jordan Fuller and Jocelyn Went with five total tackles for the leading the tide for the lead um leading in the, the game in tackles. Being that's a big problem. You never ever want your safeties unless it's a four two five defense where you got a guy roaming sure. down there more often. But those guys more times than not being that means that the defensive line was getting moved around, the linebackers were getting moved around and the safeties had to come down and clean things up. So it is a big deal and we have to address continue to address this because I know the fun stuff is on offense. But around here, you're an Ohio State fan listening to this. You expect your team to win national championships or at least contend for national championships. And being right now, the defense is not going to allow them to do so because there's some Swiss cheese going on back there. You expect perfection every week, and that's just the way it is. Uh, You know, being an Ohio State fan, supporting the team, uh, you do. You expect everything. And I think think it shows you where this team at is, Maddie, when we're talking about Purdue. You're talking about going into Purdue in two weeks and being nervous about that game. On what planet should you think of an Ohio State team going into Ross-Aid Stadium and saying, you know what, I'm a little bit nervous about this game. Right. You shouldn't. That should, shouldn't even be words that are uttered out of your mouth. And this happens to be an Ohio State defense uh, that has been bend but don't break for most of the season, and they've been good. But I think against Indiana, uh, that was a team that you could I th- thought you really could have gotten after. You could have gotten after Peyton Ramsey. You could have maybe dialed up some blitzes. They just didn't get home. And once again, the defensive secondary, that back seven, continued to be an absolute problem. So if we want to do that thing again, Maddie, where we go, where are your alarm bells at now? Because we like to do this every two weeks. Yep. I think we started out at a two. Yeah. And we jumped to a four. And I think a couple weeks ago we were at a five going into the Penn State <laughs> game. I'm at about an eight right now. Defensively. I'm at about an eight. On the a, defensive side of, of the ball. Of a panic I agree. button. Because all it takes, listen, all it takes 
is one quarterback and a handful of receivers to have a monster game. And Ohio State's offense, while, yes, they have been absolutely dominant and will keep you in most games, we have seen time and time again where guys get upset, you can't stop an offense, they get rolling, defense gets a few stops, and then momentum totally switches. I'm at about an eight right now. I agree. And, look, like I don't want to overlook – what Minnesota's got going on because they have one of the better um, wide receivers in the entire country, not the conference, sure. in the entire country. And he's a freshman. And you're ju- going to have to be seeing that dude exa- a lot. Exactly. So, look, any of these receivers in the Big Ten, they have to be feeling so good. Hey, Donovan Peoples-Jones is licking exactly. his chops. The name that you're going to want to watch, remember this week, is Tyler Johnson. Yeah. He's not one of the best players in the Big Ten. He's one of the best receivers in the entire landscape of college football. So that's going to be a a big deal. These guys are licking their chops to face these secondary. Now, Kendall Sheffield, I think he's been the most consistent corner. I don't think my problem really is even with the corners. Corners, I think, are fine. You're on an island. They didn't have a great game. You play a ton of man in Greg Shiano's defense. You're going to give up some plays. It's these safeties in the middle of the field beam where people are just feasting. So, look, you've got two weeks in a row now where you're going to face elite pass rushers on the outside, Tyler Johnson and Rondell Moore. If these guys do not sure up this back end stuff, these guys, I'm telling you, are going to go for 200 in the air in a couple scores. They're that good. These guys are that good. Right, and I just, you know, it's going to be it's going to continue to be monitored, and every week that we do this podcast, every day that we do it, we're going to continue to be critical of this team. We because have to. if you want a national championship, if you want to hold up that trophy at yeah. the end of the year and right. say that you're the best team in college football, well, guess what? Yeah. You play Bama this week, you're getting you're getting shelled. You're getting shelled. Look I at what agree. Tua did. He was like what in three for four with three touchdowns <laughs> in a quarter. Look at in that cat. What he's I know. doing. And, they, and you know that they're going to play really good defense for Alabama. Sure. So no, that's the big thing. Is some of you guys may be listening, saying, "Look, they won the game." I don't view it that way. I understand that they won the game, but I'm thinking long term. My expectation for this team is to look like a national championship caliber team every single week, and right now they haven't do that. But we're going to take a quick break here, come back, play some Greg Ciano sound. Before we do that, I want to let you know about our folks from Vivid Seats. We all love a night out, whether it's seeing our favorite band in person or being there in the crowd to cheer on your favorite team. With Vivid Seats, you can attend the concert, show, or sporting event of your choice at a great price. Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets for all the live events you want to go to. You can sort by price or look for seats in the section and row of your choice to make things even better. Vivid Seats is giving the listeners an exclusive promo code for new customers to receive $20 off orders of $200 or more to save even more money. Vivid Seats, go check them out. This is Locked On Buckeyes, your team every day. All right, so here's Greg Schiano talking about uh, the big problem of his defense giving a big chunk plays. That's our job to fix the problem for the, you know, there are different reasons we need to identify them that we need to look in the mirror and say, well, first, is it something we're teaching or coaching? And second, you know, can it be improved or do we have to make a change personnel wise? There's a lot of steps. There's so many questions being, and I know that they've been in there since Saturday night trying oh, yeah, to figure been this grinding. thing out. Not they've saying been, they're not working hard enough. No, that's, they do. that's not what we're saying yeah. at all. We're not saying that the coaches aren't teaching the right things. I'm right. not saying that the players aren't giving hundred percent effort. What I'm pointing out is a glaring problem, and every team has a problem each year. Sure. Right? You you start yeah. a storyline for each team. Everybody has a problem. Last year, it was the passing game for Ohio State. Right. This year, it's the opposite of that. It's the passing game's perfectly fine. The defense is a bit of a problem. So every year, every team's going to have an issue. I guess with us, with Beam and I, the big issue is that we haven't seen even a couple steps in a positive direction of these guys getting better or giving up the lack of big plays. That's my big issue here is that 
I don't know how you fix it. I brought it up last week that maybe this defense should think about going to a little bit of zone every sure. once in a while. Switch it up a little when bit. When you give up big plays, you got to protect your guys and give them less things to think about, especially on the back end. You can still play some man zone concepts and mix some things in to confuse the defense. But I think from the linebackers back, if you take something off their shoulders and allow them to play some man, some cover two, some single high safety to where the corners know, hey, if I drop here or if I let my receiver go, I will have help behind me. Then you'll have these guys maybe thinking a little less and not worried about getting beat beat deep. I really think it's something that they should consider moving forward, but we know how this Greg Schiano urban Meyer defense is going to run. They trust their corners. They they recruit four- and five-star corners to play man. That's why you come to Ohio State. Sure. And that's why they've kind of got the label as DBU right now. I just think it's something that they should strongly consider because why keep running your head against a brick wall and trying to get these cats to play man or you know they can't do it at a high level, switch it up, play some zone, and protect your guys? That's I, just my thought. I would imagine that you know in that defensive meeting room uh, that's going on right now, uh, it's just I think it's, Maddie. if you, you break it down, I think it's all about just – I think it's a little headstrong of Ohio State. I really do. I think that, you know, maybe the coaching staff or whatever, and this is just my opinion, I think that maybe the coaches are sitting there saying, you know what, we recruit four- and five-star athletes. We've got dudes out here that can run sub-four 340s uh, who are big, fast, 6'1", 6'2", 6'3", on the edges, these safeties that that can lay the wood, that eventually it's going to fix itself. You know, eventually something is going to click into gear and th- this will fix itself. And I do. I think it's a little bit of headstrongness uh, from Ohio State by saying we are too good to have to dial up a zone defense. We are so elite on the outside. We're so deep on the back end. All we need to do Fine. is keep doing this. Like, And I think that's what the problem is. But I'm with you. If you disguise coverages a little bit, show a zone, then drop to Every a man. Show a, a man, drop yes. to a zone. Do right. something different. Because it, continuing to do this, continuing to go week in, week out, and run this run this man to man, you know, defense, yeah. which is fine, and it's been so good for so long. But now you're seeing teams to say, all right, Ohio State, they've got a tendency. All right, they've got a tendency. They drop guys eight eight yards off the line of scrimmage. Right. We're gonna run short comebacks. We're gonna run posts over the middle yeah. of the field. These right. safeties haven't shown us much this year. <laughs> exactly. If we drop Jordan Fuller over to the right hand side, and we're gonna have Went or Pryor have to step up here. Yes. That's where a soft zone yeah, is. Right. And so who knows? I just. I, I, it just it continues to baffle me that you know you talk so much and you know about guys getting recruited here to Ohio State four and five star guy this guy is going to be the next Malik Hooker this guy is going to be the next Von Bell well I you mean, know it's the, just like all right well if that's the case then show it show it and look I think even a guy like Damon Webb some Ohio State fans may have taken him for advantage Tyvis Powell some of these guys that weren't the first round caliber players like Malik Hooker and Conley all those guys were really good players and I'm not saying that these guys right now cannot be good players because I still think they're younger players too. Sure. I mean, that's something that you got to remember too, that these guys are younger. They don't have a ton of experience. I just, everything that we're talking about with the zone, I think makes a ton of sense. When you've got a defense that has an issue with people getting behind them, why not change the defense that's built to keep things in front of them? And I think when you have zone, that could really help them out. Here's Greg Schiano on, you know, his confidence level on the defense being able to fix things. The thing that I do know we have is we have a really a group of fighters you know, some of those uh, sudden change situations tonight when you know, the game was was not out of, out of reach and they went out there and stopped them, you know, on the plus side of the field. That is uh, that's the stuff that you can build a, a defense. So, look, and I also think it's it being we got to be fair because they did kind of sure things up in the second half. Yeah. Defensively. So and they, it they've shown that all season. They that, have. That they, have. they can make those halftime adjustments. But we do know that. 
Look, and you and I, I think T-Bone were talking about this, that we knew with this portion of the schedule, one of these games is going to get sticky. One of these games is going to be funky. Now, maybe this was the game, but you don't want to go, let's say, on the road to that Purdue game and you get down early in the game and you have to. Now, look, with the offense, I think they're built to win you a lot of games. It's just with this defense, if you don't shore things up, Beam, you are not going to win a national championship. No. I think I feel really good in saying that. And right now, the Buckeyes just aren't doing that. But their ability to adjust, we've seen that. It's just sometimes it could be too late in the game, right? It could be too late. If it's in the first half and you get blitzed somehow and the offense for some reason isn't clicking that day, then the game could be over. You just don't want to get behind too quick. You want to have this thing shirt up and not have bad first halves because if you do, sometimes it could be too late. I just, you have, let's be honest here, you're going to have Dwayne Haskins for one year. All right. This yeah, guy, gone. this like, guy has done unbelievable things. And it would be so frustrating for so long during, you know, the JT Barrett era. Yes, I know that 2014, you won the national championship. You had an unbelievable run to that. Uh, but listen, you live in Columbus, Ohio. You're an Ohio State fan. You expect the national championship every year. We're here. In, it's 2018 now. Uh, it's been, what, four years now since without a national title. Yep. These are the expectations. These are the expectations for this team. This is why you pay Urban and Meyer $7.5 million. Exactly. You need to win. And this is a team that I think is fully capable of winning a national championship. But on the defense, I think it would be so frustrating if you have the most prolific quarterback to ever walk through the doors at Ohio State. In one year, you have an offense that is doing this, even without getting the running game going, yet yeah. so far this season. Right. I mean, they've been fine, but it hasn't been right. an Ohio State running attack yeah. that you would expect. But you have this kind of a player, and then the fact that you could be sitting here after the season saying you didn't win a national championship because of defense. like it just it, That doesn't make sense to me it because for it. so long you're like, Ohio State, it's just can the offense get it done? The, the defense is going to be there. Right. It's a real thing, and yeah. I beam, I think – that you and I have been talking about this for a long time now, that Buckeye fans really need to wrap their minds around the possibility of Dwayne being a one-and-done. Yep. Because you, you're watching what's happening. Now, Tua, he's not eligible, right? He's not draft eligible yet. He's got a whole other year, I believe, right? Yeah, he was a true yeah. freshman oh, yeah. last year. So he's got a whole other year. But look, Will Greer, he's looked okay through mm -hmm. a lot of picks in the game on Saturday. So, like, if you polled a lot of people right now about one quarterback, if the draft was today, who are you taking of the draft el eligible guys – I guarantee you a large percentage of it would be Dwayne Haskins. Right. So, no, I think it's a great point that you bring up that you have to cash in with this guy this year because if you don't, who knows what's going to happen post the Dwayne Haskins era. So, no, I think it's something that you need to monitor. They need to take advantage of this window with these games right now where they're going to be the much more talented team on the field. They need to find a way to give up against Minnesota 14 points, to yeah. give up against Purdue 17 points. That's what you want to see from Ohio State moving forward because you know when you get to Sparty, when you get to Michigan and possibly the Big Ten Championship game, these coaches are going to push all their chips into the table with some of the trick plays and all that stuff. And look, if Ohio State doesn't have a shirt up then, then you're going to have some real issues moving forward. But before we take a break, break play some urban stuff, Beam wants to let you know about our folks from Vivid Seats. Yeah, Maddie, go to the App Store to Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. Use promo code Locked On for twenty dollars off orders of two hundred dollars or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. Every single purchase from Vivid Seats is a one hundred percent buyer guarantee. From the biggest concerts and games to the hottest tickets and theater and more, Vivid Seats has it all. Like we said, download the app, enter promo code Locked On for twenty dollars off orders of two hundred dollars or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. Go check our guys at Vivid Seats out. You are locked on Buckeyes. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcast Locked On. 
Don't worry. I won't finish. You get the idea. So I guess we'll just continue with the theme today about the defense, and then tomorrow we'll hone in on – A little know, breaking more, more, more. news here, too. Oh. Is that we're talking about the Purdue game uh-huh. and how that thing's going to be a tough environment. Yeah. Game time just announced for Purdue. It's night. 7.30 yep. p.m. start. That place is going to be frothing at yep. the mouth. Yep. That's going to get weird. That is going to get weird. We said it. This is the portion that's going to get weird. Where one of these games yep. is going to get sticky and it's going to get weird, like you're saying. And that could be it. You're talking about a night game where everybody's going to be drinking all day, ready to go. You're talking about where there's some history there with the Purdue, Ohio State, kind of like before the Indiana, where we've had this run where Purdue was pushing Ohio State. So they're not going to be scared. They've got a quarterback now and they've got a ridiculous weapon. I'm telling you, man, that game could get really weird. If we see no improvement beam. This week against Minnesota, against a true freshman quarterback. I think the alert flag is up. Then you really put it up for them going on the road to Purdue at night. So thanks for getting that in before we get out of here today. we got a couple clips, and then we'll talk to you guys tomorrow about the offense and Haskins and how amazing those guys have been. I think we just got more pressing needs right now with the defense. Here's the head coach talking about the defense needing, needing to improve. Uh, we're not worried about that. We just got to get ready for Minnesota, and uh, you guys saw what I saw. You know, at times we play outstanding. But the big hits and uh, – no, the man, we're a man coverage team, so we got to keep evaluating. But some of those weren't even on man coverage. So we just have to keep working at it. I trust our staff. I trust our players. We're banged up a little bit, and we got to fight through it, but we've got to play better. Here's Urban on playing man versus zone. What we do, if you notice, uh, we do bail sometimes. You just hate to give the free access throws to people. And, you know, I think this was, you know, uh, it didn't really snap at us like it did today. You know, Penn State, some guys made some plays on us, but uh, – Today, we really uh, we really felt it. I felt it. That first half was awful. Well, Beam, give me the free access throws all day over the 50-yard <laughs> touchdowns, right? I mean, that, just listening to that, that's what I'll take. Yeah. And that, with zone, I understand that it's going to be frustrating because you're going to be talking about, hey, they're just the middle of the field is going to be open a lot. Most of the time, but yeah. But my goodness, I would rather have that than these defensive backs being, you know, being – or giving up, excuse me, 40 to 50-yard touchdowns, man. These explosive <sighs> plays, I'm telling you, it's yeah, going brutal. to catch up with Ohio yeah, State. I know will. there's a donut in the L column right now. And that's great. And it's phenomenal, man. But I'm telling you, every team gets up for Ohio State. In the next two weeks, Tyler Johnson, Rondell Moore, remember the name. Zuh. I just, you know the fact that you're Ohio State, you're wearing the silver and gray, and you're silver and gray. You're wearing the scarlet and gray. I don't know, silver and gray, that's fine. That's you know, fine. those are kind of the Penn State uniforms from last year, those that Wolves works. uniforms. You're wearing the scarlet <laughs> and gray. Um, it's just, you know, every single time you take the field, like you cannot afford to have an off day. Cannot. You're Ohio State. If you're another team in the Big Ten, you're better than someone. You can afford to have an off day. Maybe a team looks past you. But you wearing those colors yep. and playing football at the horseshoe and wearing that Ohio State across your chest and having those Buckeye leaves on your helmets, man, you are unable to have a bad game. You cannot have a bad performance every single game. Got to be on it. Every single weekend that you step out on the football field, you know that you're getting the other team's best shot, whether that be Rutgers, whether that be Minnesota, Purdue, Indiana, Northwestern, whatever. You are always going to get the opposition's team best shot because they're saying we are going to, to absolutely try and derail their national championship. Of course, hype. every single year. We saw it with, uh, with Iowa last year. Blitz. Look at what the Philadelphia Eagles are going through right now yeah. in the NFL. Last year it was all fun and games where you're the underdog. Now you're the hunted. It's a little bit different. Now with Ohio State, you're dealing with that every single week. Beam, 
I don't want to freak out too much, but if we come in here a week from today and we're having issues with a yeah. true freshman quarterback lighting up Ohio State for big plays with P.J. Fleck, who you know has kind of got a bit of a creative offensive sure. mind, and you know how P.J. Fleck is. He's going to be you know, pushing confidence in his team all week long, especially guys on the offensive side of the ball saying, look, we can get 28 points on these guys. Right. We can get 28 points. It's just going to be can the offense uh, – excuse me, can our defense slow down Ohio State's offense? Look, Beam, I, I know this wasn't fun for a lot of people today. It was like, you know, eating your vegetables and working out and all that good stuff. That was kind of the yeah, pot day. Like but look, <laughs> like Beam and I have been hammering home all day. When you have national championship aspirations – Be better. You have to be much better. Like LeBron told that, you know – that guy leaving the finals. That's right. Post be better game. tomorrow. Be better tomorrow. Come on. Ohio State's got to be better next week. Look, the offense will get into them yeah, tomorrow. It's beautiful. Tomorrow will be a different day. They're It'll be right. fine. The offense isn't bad, right? <laughs> that's, right. that's something that makes you smile they're, on a Monday. They're, they're pretty yeah. good. Matt Hayes, Brandon Beam. Thanks for listening to the Locked On Buckeyes podcast. We'll talk to you tomorrow.